The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, your favorite new radio show that's hitting the airways, air, air waves. We are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. And we're here with you each and every single Wednesday and Friday night at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park, New York. Be sure to visit our website at soh.church. That's soh.church. You can see all the things that we're about. Check out our services, hear amazing stories and testimonies, see all the cool and awesome things that are taking place on on Long Island. It is an absolute must. And also make sure you like Sound of Heaven live on Facebook and Instagram. Our call-in number tonight, 631-451-1039. I have a feeling that we're going to start, we're going to have a packed line early. So I would encourage you to join the line. We want to know your favorite story where a family member has literally just went off the cuff. That's what that that's what we we want to know. Okay. We want to hear from you. So make sure you call. Make sure again 631-451-1039. So today we're going to be talking about the power of words, the power of what you speak. And and thinking about this, about saying things, right? When it comes to mind, when it comes to mind, when I think about like saying things and what to say, I think of the Christmas table and and there's always that one relative, that one family member that just goes off the and just says some of the most insanely offensive, awkward stuff. Or what about that relative that texts you the last minute for the, like their last minute Christmas ideas? If any of you are looking for any last minute gift ideas for me, I have one. Hmm. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, f***less, hopeless, heartless, fat, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey he is. Hallelujah. Holy s***. Where's the Tylenol? Well, 
Thanks, Uncle Clark. But uh, I appreciate the calling. But I'm trying to stay on topic here uh, and and keep this a Christian show uh, about cursing and the Bible, about profanity and the Bible. And like I said, there's always one family member that goes off the cuff, and we want to hear your crazy family stories at six three one four five one one zero three nine. But to stick on topic, the Bible says uh, in Proverbs eighteen twenty one that death death and life are in the power of the tongue. That there's a lot of power that comes from the things that you say and you don't say. We see in the book of Genesis, God creates the whole entire world, the whole universe with just a word. He said, let there be light and boom, there was light. There's no waiting. There's no hoping. There's no pleading. He said it. It was done. And now that God lives inside of us. And with that being said, we move to the New Testament, the new covenant, right? And in Mark eleven twenty three, God says that if we tell the mountain to move, it will. It says that here. It says, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. So again, it talks about the power in in what you say and mountain moving power of what you have to say and what you say is so powerful has such a powerful impact you you can make someone's day or you could ruin someone's day by what you say to them you can make your life or ruin it with the things that you say and the things that you believe so we need to be very disciplined in what we say i was reading this scientific research on the human brain it was it wasn't an experiment it was just a study of the human brain and what they can actually see is lines on your brain for a lack of a better term it, it was actual lines on the brain that explain why you think and believe the way you do they also said that nothing on this planet can change the directions of those lines except for one thing sound waves that are generated by the human vocal cords by the human voice box think about the power in your words that that the way you think can only be changed by voice you know what that reminds me of, John? Uh, it reminds me of that uh, that sermon that you did where you actually spoke to the apple. You, oh, right, right. You, you insulted one apple, and then uh, you had another apple that I think you whispered sweet nothings to, right. and it was a big difference. Tell them about that. Yeah, uh, it was, It was. Uh, you know, you had the apple, and we had two apples, and one that you spoke to uh, positive and one that you spoke negative to. And by the time we done, when you cut the apple in half, the one that you cursed at and spoke negative at... Uh, was all bruised on the inside, and the other one was perfectly fine and normal. I actually have a picture of that. I'm going to put that on our Instagram. Yeah, put it up on the Instagram. Put it up on the Facebook page. Uh, but we also did a, a similar story. Uh, there's, there's similar experiments that are done with plants, that are done with ice, where they take the plants or the ice, they isolate them in a closet in, in two separate locations. They go to one bucket of ice, and they just start yelling at it, talk, telling them how bad they are, how they'll amount to nothing, no good, and start talking negative. Same thing with the plants. And then the other one, they, they talk, and they speak life to and they talk positive and the ice was broken or the plants withered and the other the other ones with the same sunlight same water same conditions all flourish it's really amazing what our words can do and the fact that our bodies are made up of 60 percent water as well too just like the ice and uh the apple and all that stuff how much of an impact does that have on our life god knew what he was doing so, so let's talk about curse words when we think profanity, like Clark Griswold just did for the last 45 seconds a couple minutes ago. In the Bible, a curse is the opposite word of a blessing. A blessing is a pronouncement or a motion towards the will of God or good fortune over your life. 
A curse word, a curse is words with the intent to harm someone or ruin them. Many people think, I'm going to put a curse on you and it's big, kooky, crazy spell and you got goblins and demons and all these things flying around your head. That's not really the term that the Bible uses. See, it's all about the intent of the heart and intent of the heart is a huge focal point on how God sees things in relation to our life. This is why self-control in the Bible is expressed thoroughly and it really is the root of many of the sins that we deal with. You can lose control of how you eat food and that will do tremendous harm to you. Drinking, smoking, really anything. And and, and the heart of the sin, uh, and that's really the heart of the sin or what the Bible teaches as an error or a missed mark. Think of like a bullseye, right? When you lose control of something, you're missing the mark because God always wants you in control. Now, in the Bible, there are three different Hebrew words that are translated as curse. The most common is used for those who violate community standards defined by God. So, uh, uh, you know, if you don't do something the way God does, you bring harm onto you. That's what it's called a curse or, or again, lack of a better term. The slightly less common is a word used to invoke evil against anyone who violates a contract or an oath or a promise. And finally, there are curses which are invoked simply to wish someone ill will, like cursing a neighbor out in an argument. So you see, there's a big difference between using profanity today and a curse. So when we talk about those things, when we talk about those things, you know, and we look at the Bible, you could really tell a distinct difference there. So Right. And you know that there is profanity in the Bible, right? What do you mean? The the Bible has some pretty obscene language. Wait, the 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 Holy Bible? Yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about as we come back from the break. What do you mean? <laughs> we're going to play a little game. What do you mean? <laughs> well, you're you're a Christmas story fanatic, right? Of course, I wanted to name my all, all my sons Ralphie. Right. Well, I have actually have the Life Boy soap, and we're going to play a game where I'm going to give you the words in the original Hebrew and Koine Greek, and you're going to have to tell me which one is a cur- curse and which one's not. And if you get them wrong, you're going to go. Rough. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> I don't know if I like this because well, buckle it does... up, Buttercup, because we're uh, going to do it. But I don't speak Hebrew. How am I going to know what they say? Uh, you got a 50-50 shot. We'll <laughs> oh see what happens. Jeez. Oh, my, oh, my God. You guys, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio, and apparently I'm playing a cursing game when we get back uh, from our break here. But we're with you every single Wednesday and Friday night at 6 p.m. Our call number is 631-451-1039. We want to hear from you. We want you to call in and tell us one of the craziest stories you have around the Christmas table or or the Christmas time. Jump online. Uh, but when we get back, we're going to be playing a, a cursing story in the Greek and Hebrew that I'm apparently going to have to have this anointing to speak at. And what happens if I get it wrong? Oh, um, I got the soap. What do you mean? Well, you know, you watch the movie. Oh, my God. You got, I have to wash my mouth out with soap? <laughs> oh, yes, you do. I've been waiting for this all week oh long. See, I, I'm, I run the show. I don't even know what's going on half the time when we go on here. But again, listen, jump on our call line at 631-451-1039. We want to hear from you. Also, check out our website at soh.church. That's soh.church. And when we get back, curses in the Bible. Apparently, I'm playing a game, and if I'm wrong... Apparently, I'm going to be eating some soap. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Check us out if you're free on a Sunday. We open at 10.30 a.m. Give us a give us a, a, a visit. Let us know what you think. Uh, you can check out our website at soh.church to see what we're about. Our call-in number tonight, as we're talking about cursing in the Bible, and maybe we even had some powerful stories. We're getting some stories on Facebook of how changing the things that they've said and, and started disciplining their, their words really impacted them. But now is time for Did You Know with Jason Koch D'Ambrosio uh, as we talk about profanity in the Bible. And apparently there's a game and soap and all this nonsense. So, Jason, take it away. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Did You Know with Jason D'Ambrosio. All right, all right, all right. Well, today's Did You Know is brought to you by Design Me Marketing. If you're in business and you're not on the first page of Google, there's a good chance that you're losing potential clients every single day. Call the professionals at Design Me Marketing. The Design Me team will build you a beautiful website, but more importantly, they'll get you to the first page in Google searches. Be there when your potential clients are looking for what you have to offer. So give them a call, 631-292-7770. That's 631-292-7770. Or you can visit them at www.designmemarketing.com. So like I said, I have been like so excited for this all week long we're gonna play a little game um but john when you think about the bible and the words in the bible what is it that you think of holy hallelujah Mm. blessed Uh, jesus well like we talked about in the first segment what if i told you that there are words in the bible that might even make bill clinton blush i would call you a liar well you're probably right about that but for those of us with a normal libido uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, there are phrases in both the old and new testament that might have got you grounded uh, as a kid no man Uh, song of solomon's got a lot of explicit content we we know that it reads like a a grocery store novel in a lot of ways (laughs) listen that's how i got my wife to fall in love with me i started reading (laughs) scriptures out of song of solomon you know there's a lot of really interesting descriptions in there one is that a woman describes her lover as polished ivory that's the one exact one i use that is not yeah i, I don't know how rachel does it, it, it kissing you's got to be like making out with a pirate <laughs> god okay so also the prophet zachariah ezekiel moses in deuteronomy even the apostle paul gets in on it and why would the biblical figures actually use obscene language i mean it's understandable that you know we don't want this type of language in church but on the other hand the gospel itself is offensive right? Grace itself is, is scandalous. And that's the real point. The biblical prophets, sometimes they were using offensive language, but not necessarily to produce shock for its own sake, but to basically wake people up, get them out of their religious uh, complacency, which is what we kind of hope to do with this show as well, right? right? Yep. But, uh, you know, this hasn't always translated well. Uh, many religious people have been covering up the obscene language in the Bible for years, and we're going to uncover it today. Uh, Jewish scribes in the Middle Ages actually copied the Hebrew text and use the base of, uh, of English translations to edit out the vulgar words and put them in with the nice one. So are, oh. are you ready for this game? Uh, what is the game? All right. So five rounds. In each round, I'm going to present you a set of words, like I said, in the original Hebrew or Koine Greek. Okay. One of those words is going to be filthy, vulgar, disgusting, nothing that you haven't said before. Um, and, and, uh, and you have to say the oh word that you think is not, not the curse word. Oh, my goodness. Right? So if for everyone that you get wrong, 
you're going to have to put this Life Boy soap. And oh, we're not going to do it right afterwards. We are going to let the time build. Oh, come on. Okay? And for every time you get one wrong, you have to keep this in your mouth for 10 oh, seconds. Oh, come on. 10 Wait, seconds. So I have to guess rounds. the one that's not a curse word. Not a curse word. And if I say the curse word, it's 10 seconds of soap time in my mouth. 10 seconds oh of soap time. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. I, this is not my contract. David, can we get Shall David on the I don't think I need... we begin? All right. The first two words, Shagel or Shakev? Shakev. No, Shakev. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. You got that one right. So, yeah, God originally prophesied through Zechariah that women in Israel are going to be violated by invading armies. And the word God, the God-inspired word was actually Shagel. Which is a, uh, according to Hebrew linguist, Shagel is an obscene act. Which yeah, I- baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that gosh. is not, it's actually not where we get the English word shag. It's not. Oh. Okay. But okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, All right. Mo- All right. Mo- one and oh. One and oh. You got it. Shakev means to lie with. Okay. Okay. So, next one uh, Skubula or Artos? Jesus, help me. Artos. Uh, right again. Oh, two this, for two. This is not. Two for on. two. Oh. Come. This is going to be very, very disappointing. See, yeah. God loves me. So God it, loves me. Let me explain. I'm a pastor. I can't curse. <laughs> Philippians 3.8, uh, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. That rubbish is actually not uh, not rubbish. It's scabula, which means excrement or poop. Artis is actually means bread. So this is getting really uh <laughs> Yeah, disappointing. Okay, so next. Boom. Uh, Let's do this. Ida or Kline? Ida. <laughs> yes. Come on. That is the curse. Fudge. But apparently I didn't say fudge. Yeah, yeah. well, it, that comes from uh, oh the, the phrase, and all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags. That Ida, how do I put it? It is actually a woman's product. Uh at the time of the... Oh, my yeah, that's God. What that Are you means. serious? That's what that means. That's what's in there. Okay? Oh, my God. So we got 10 seconds oh in. All right. Gosh. All right. Rock and roll. I'm getting excited now. All right. Next. Z- uh, um, let's see. Uh, Z- Zana or Basar? Zana. Zana. No. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> That's 20 seconds? Yes. Oh, that is just, just wonderful. So we've got got, uh, 20 seconds. I'm looking for uh, the final one here. Let me see what I have. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, man, I might have dropped the ball here. We can't. can't, No, no, no. This can't happen. Hold. Listen. Okay, all right, I got it, I got it. Ready? Zirma or Suke? Zirma. Suke, Suke, no, Zirma is the curse. We got 30 seconds. 
You set me up for this. Uh, listen, you set me up. Mike, I think you had your hand on this, too. I started out 2-0 and and then dropped three straight. Oh, this is going to be 30 lovely. seconds? Lovely, lovely. And Zirma, let me, let me read this to you. It's there, she lusted after her lovers whose flesh... Uh, were like those of donkeys, and the issue, Zirma, was like that of horses. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. The, oh, my gosh. Like happy and... Oh, my uh, I'm gosh. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh I'm, I'm ashamed of myself, but I'm more ashamed of you, to be honest this with you. This is in the Bible? This is in the Bible. This is in the Bible. And so. because God decides to put this inside the Bible, I got to put this soap in my mouth for 30 seconds? For 30 seconds. Oh, come on. This is ridiculous. Should we do it now? Or should, now? Well, I, th- I think uh, I'm going to make you sweat this oh. one out. All right. Well... You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known, but today is just getting absolutely out of control. We're with you every single Wednesday and Friday night at 6 p.m. I just can't get this thought. I'm going to have this nasty soap in my mouth at 30 seconds when we get back. But I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church. The call in number is 631-451-1039. Again, 631-451-1039. We want to hear from you, so make sure you jump aboard. I need you to pray for me, okay? I really need you to pray for me because we've got soap coming inside. Uh, uh, oh my, I can't even, Jason's unwrapping this thing and getting this all together. and oh, I just can't. Just make sure. Listen, we'll catch you on the other side here. Check out our website at SOH.church. Make sure you share the feed. Share us on Facebook. Follow us. Like us. I'm going to prepare myself for this. We'll be right back with more Sound of Heaven Radio Live. Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. And we are here with you every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. And unfortunately, we are returning for a segment that I really don't want to do. But I am Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Check out our website at SOH.Church. You can check our services out here, some amazing testimonies. Find out what we are about. Our call in number tonight, 631-451-1039. Again, 631 631- 
451-1039. I want you to save that number in your phone as my love, okay? Because this show has quickly become your favorite show on the radio, and we totally understand why. Not only is it entertaining, but we are going to be informative and hopefully encourage you to change your life for the better. Praise God. That's that's kind of what we're here for, but... Unfortunately, here we are there. I asked people on Facebook today just to share some testimonies about how changing the way they thought and what they said had had changed them. And uh, Kira Usuri had said this, the difference between being understanding and being naive. Past relationships of any sort, I was being overly understanding to the point I became naive to the red flags of those who I claimed to be close to me. I allowed myself to become overly understanding because I just couldn't see that those people would ever let me down or break their loyalty. That belief wasn't done on purpose. I had to learn to look outside of the box to see the issue. Uh, and when I did, I immediately cut off all ties from them. It was hurtful, but I'm happy I did it. I prayed and they are li- they are living a blessed life and moved on as well too. So uh, that's awesome. good. That's, that's a good way to change. All right, what are we doing here, Jay? <laughs> are we ready for this? Yeah, we're ready. Oh boy. So uh, if you're just tuning in, it, we had a little game. Is it a curse or not? Uh, John had to pick between two Hebrew or Koine Greek words. And if he picked the curse... He had to uh, ten seconds of Life Boy soap. In Can we his just mouth. skip this? We got callers all lined up. Right no, now, no, so. no, 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 no. We, we're not. So, are you are you ready for this? Are you ready to pay the piper? This is just ridiculous. Okay, so I've got the stopwatch here, and are you ready? No, I'm no, not. you have to, you have to. I'm Listen, we got, we have a show to do. So, if you would just pay up, oh, that on. would be great. All right, we ready to all do right. this? Three, two, one. Oh, and there he goes. Oh, my goodness. Look at it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was three seconds. I can't do this. This You have to. You have to do it. It's like licking my grandma's perfume. You know what, now? (laughs) Let's not even go there. (laughs) So that that was like three seconds, man. let's go. Ready? Let's go. All right, ready, set, go. Oh, there he goes. He puts it. Look at him go for that thing. That thing is deep there. Wow, he's definitely... (laughs) Read the Song of Solomon. Wow, look at that. Oh, his face is turning red. His face is turning red. It's about time that soap touched that beard. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, he is going. He's going. You look like Ralphie right now. You do. You know, you did. He just looked toward the ceiling like Ralphie did as as he was sitting over the sink there after saying, fudge, you got it. Hold on. Oh, Oh, wait. Actually, I'm sorry. We're 10 seconds past. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Oh, man, that was wonderful. Oh. So what was that like? I need to know. I mean, listen, you're talking about an iconic movie in Christmas Story. We've all seen that uh, that part. <laughs> oh, I like that movie, but not that much. Oh, oh, so what was it like? It's like licking the floor. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. it was like, again, my grandma's perfume spilt on the floor, and I licked it. To oh, clean. oh. I don't recommend it, but Life Boy So brought to you by A Christmas Story. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, let's grab a call here. Let's get to call from Beauregard, West Virginia on line number one. Carl, welcome to Sound of Heaven Radio Live. Yeah, how we doing, fellas? Good. How you doing tonight, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anytime it snows out. We eat ostrich eggs. Right. That right. one might have been rancid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. You, I heard uh, something about you all like telling stories. Yes. Uh, you know, Christmas stories. And, and I mean, I got one that we tell every year. Uh, my, my uncle and my, uh, my, my uncle and my nephew both are, you know, like to think they're professional hockey players like everyone else does. But uh, every year they get when you know, since we were younger, my uncle used to come by with this hockey stick and uh, it was made with the finest pine. Um, I don't know what my my brother's stick was, but they used to be. They play a lot of hockey in West Virginia, huh? 
Oh, we, 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 we're we all about to go Pens, you know what I mean? We're right outside Pittsburgh there. Uh, but they used to, my uncle used to just always want to compete and always try to pretend he's a better hockey player. Sometimes he even wears skates in the house, but that didn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he would uh, smash the stick and pretty much hit, hit the walls. And and then it was it was pretty pretty amazing when you when you think about it because it's around holidays and it's supposed to be about Sharon. Right. And he wasn't Sharon. He was just trying to show that he was a better hockey player. <laughs> uh, but, you know. And uh, my brother would, wouldn't like it very much, so he'd go outside to his car and get his his stick, start throwing, throwing that around the house, and, and I, I just couldn't couldn't imagine that. They, they both thought they're amazing hockey players, but yeah, we we go out to the backyard, and I would be able to beat them both in, with rollerblades on. You know? Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, go! You show them up on you. Christmas. <laughs> you show them up on Christmas. That's how you do it. That's the Christmas gift. That this is that's how we do it. And, you know, my mom would make the best uh, take the fattest hen out of the hen house and. We'd all sit down and we'd eat and we'd watch hockey, play hockey. We'd smash hockey sticks around the room. My dad would squat, watch it from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Carl. That's a great story. Thank you so much for for calling us tonight and and sharing. Is Love this, me some West Virginia. Is this guy on line two? Rip, Rip on, uh, from Corum on line two. I didn't know if you were putting rest in peace as I was putting the soap in my mouth. So Rip from Corum on line two. Welcome to Sound of Heaven Radio Live. Thanks very much. No, just rip, like uh, rip torn, but not as famous. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm ripped from Corum, and I'm just calling in. I love the show. And, uh, Thank you. I wanted to uh, just talk about some Christmas stories. And it's funny because the gentleman just before me seems to have something similar, a little different, but it's another <laughs> uh, sibling, sibling rivalry. Similar to that. Uh, yeah, uh, similar to guys smashing hockey sticks all in card oh, the house. Go ahead, Rip. I don't know what, that, I don't know what that's about. Going back uh, Going back, you know, years, my father and my uncle are always very, very competitive guys, and they always seek the approval of my grandfather. And every year, you know, we uh, they kind of one up each other and show my grandfather to with a better man. And this was really just a, a foolish, a foolish errand. But uh, last year there was a big problem because my uh, my uncle had found the ceremonial uh, chestnut in the tree. Mm-hmm. My father was very upset about this, and uh, once that happened, uh, there was all kinds of posturing. Uh, eventually, uh, during the meal, just some some profanity uh, ran over. And I know we were talking about that earlier, so that's why I bring it up. All right. And, um, you know, they just like I said, they wanted to get the approval of my grandfather. He's a leathery, strong man with a chest like an old barrel. <laughs> really, anytime he would he would give you approval, it would be very warm. So I saw them going about this, and then they started to get louder and louder, and it just went off, and it got a little crazy. Finger pointing and squatting and moving around, oh my and then all of a sudden the dog started to choke. Down the dog started to choke on someone that was giving him during the meal. Oh my oh gosh! gosh. <laughs> we all stopped. And we said, "Wait a second, Charlie's in trouble." And we Charlie's the dog. Charlie's the dog. Okay, and that became the focus. And all this, all this uh, nanny uh, just took a, took a back seat to the problem, oh. and it took that thing that I think that kind of just brought us all together, brought us all back down to the reality. What happened to Charlie? We all Did Charlie make it? Charlie was fine. We reached in and pulled the bone out. He had a little scare. We were all a little shooken up. And that was what brought us back to our senses. We realized this fighting is ridiculous. That is... My grandfather was very proud of, of, of how we acted as a unit. There you go. We always made we all made sure we had a hug with grandpa because that's what everyone wants until that leathery chest again. <laughs> uh, so that's that's really what I want to do. I just I, I just you know sometimes it's 
foolishness, people, uh, you know, making a show. Uh, it's just real. It really isn't important. What's important is, is, is when people come together in times of times of strife. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just uh, I think it's a kind of a long-winded story, but I thought I made it. No, no, I appreciate uh, Thank I, you, Rip. I appreciate you, Rip. Thank you so much for calling, and also thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for enjoying the show, but he's right. In the times of strife, people coming together, that's kind of what we're talking about, right? Nothing brings you together like Charlie's in trouble. Absolutely. You know, this soap keeps reverberating every time <laughs> like I swallow in my mouth. You don't look good. I, it, honestly, I mean, you don't, never look good. But. <laughs> I was going to say, when do I look good to you, Jay? I want to <laughs> yeah. know. All right, guys. I want to take this back, if I could drill this back over here, uh, over to what we're talking about, about the things that we we say and how it affects people. And the truth be told is that how many times have you said something out of out of character or just out of anger where you wish you never said it? You, you just like you have your foot in your mouth or a bar of soap in your mouth, right, to wash this, this craziness out. And it's so important. And what it takes is discipline. It takes discipline to control the things that come out of your that come out of your mouth. But it's a very important thing because you need to speak life. You need to speak good things no matter what it looks like, because just like we spoke about the scientific uh, uh, studies on the brain. You, just think about that and how important it is to talk positive to your kids, to encourage your kids, to encourage other people, especially during these times like this. And Hebrews 12, one says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it, being trained by different, uh, by, by discipline. It says that, you know, listen, nobody likes to discipline themselves. Nobody enjoys that, you know, your flesh wanting to do something, right? Think about your diet, right? You're good January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, but when 4th hits and all of a sudden a cake comes by or a Jonah comes by in Jason's case, January 1st at four o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) Doesn't take long. (laughs) You know, when when the sweets come by, your flesh wants to eat that, but you got to discipline yourself and start training yourself. No, I got to stay on this diet. Proverb 12, one says this. I thought this was actually another funny word off this. It says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but who hates reproof is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's Proverbs 12.1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. And the reason, again, for that is that, um, you know, when you know that the discipline and the pain is temp, it's a temporary pain to bring about the result that you truly want and desire in your life. And you may think such negative things about yourself. You may think such negative things about your spouse or your kids or your job or your future or the world or the country or the planet. And you may be justified in some of those things. We're looking with your eyes. But what I want to encourage you to do tonight is look beyond what you see. Have faith that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. I want you to have faith tonight that, that you know what, I'm going to be a change, at least in my household, right? Chaos could be going on around the outside, but I'm going to bring the change here. And so uh, I took this other quote from Dr. Judy Ho, who is a doctor in, uh, in the field, states that there are many positive effects of changing the words we say. She also made a checklist of things to keep in mind that will help us transform what we believe and what we say so we can learn to pour into people's lives as the Bible says. So Santa made a list, checked it twice. I'm asking you to make a list here. Uh, and, and now it's your turn to make that list and keep it in check. So check this out. Uh, here's her list. I thought it was interesting. Number one, stop people pleasing. Number two, practice self-compassion. Number three, praise yourself on effort. Number four, make your wants and needs clearly known. Number five, question negative self-talk. Number six, prioritize self-nurturance. Number seven, use realistic affirmations. And number seven, 
get to know and love yourself. I thought that was really cool and it's good. And when you hear things like self-talk, I know people roll their eyes, right? right? Like, you know, here's your positive self-talk. What you say to yourself really matters. But listen, truth be told is that you talk to yourself all the dang time. Right, it's true. In your head right now as you're talking, you may think, yo, this crazy kid over here, this crazy pastor is absolutely out of his mind. You're listening to people, but you're thinking things at the same time. And what you got to curtail and what you got to get under control is all that negative stuff. And so I am going to read the list quickly again, but I want you to write this down. Or you could go to Apple, download the podcast, go to our website, SOH.church, um, and uh, and list, re-listen to this episode. But it's stop people pleasing. Listen, the only person you got to please is God and yourself. Number two, practice self. And back on that people pleasing thing, when you honor God first and work on yourself, you're the best version if you're married for your wife and for your kids. When you put all everything, even including your job, in front of all those other things, is your is your job worth the loss of your marriage, the loss of the relationship with your kids? Is is you burnt out the best version of you for your children? And, your, and the answer is no to that, right. right? You have to prioritize taking care of yourself. So that's why we're doing this. Two, practice self-compassion. Learn to love yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna fall short. You're gonna have effort. You're gonna try. You're gonna mess up. Get back up. Keep on going. Nobody's perfect. God knows that. That's why he sent us Jesus, right? Jesus covers all and is that helper throughout this life. Three, praise yourself on effort. Hey, listen, you're not going to be perfect. Try and, and and praise yourself for that. Treat yourself for that. Right. Sometimes we don't even like to be praised by others. We reject that. Right. Yeah, it's almost like embarrassing, right? Almost right. like you didn't do much. But no, listen, you're trying. Make that positive impact. Make your wants and needs known, especially in marriage and things like that. Make sure you clearly express and speak the, uh, your wants and needs. The ne- question negative self-talk, everything that it pops in your head, it says you're not good enough, you're a failure. You question that because this is how sovereign our God is. It's an amazing concept when you truly think about it. Every mistake and bad choice that you ever made in your life, God can and will use if you give that over to him and allow him to have it. God will use that to positively affect other people. Nobody wants to hear from somebody who hasn't gone through what they've been through. It's just a fact of the matter. And you can try and people can have their great intentions, but nobody wants to hear that. So prioritize self-nurturance. Take care of yourself. Use realistic affirmations. Like Jason shouldn't be saying, I'm going to you know, look like Spartacus tomorrow. It's just not going to happen. But if he tries real hard over the course of two years... Probably still won't happen anyways. No, it could, it, it could definitely happen over those small no things. And then last, get to know and love yourself. So here's what I mean by that. Prayer is a way of self, is, is, is a way of self-talk and positive speaking and positive, and it's just honesty too. Right. Just because something seems negative and it hurts in, in the moment can really mean that, that, that it's the best thing for you. Right. Yeah, prayer is so important because it's not just communication with God. We we empower ourselves that way. Right. You know, so much comes in prayer time, and a lot of times we're on our way to work, and you know, we pray in these small bursts. But you know, really trying to get some intimate time with God is so important for our Absolutely. own personal well being. Absolutely. And if you pray, like even like repetitious prayers, right? You say like the same thing over and over and over again. I want to encourage you just to get real with God. And I want you to honestly do that tonight. You ain't going nowhere. It's the middle of a snowstorm right now. You shouldn't be going anywhere. That's why you're stuck listening to me right now. And I'm still tasting that life buoy soap. But I want you to, I want you to get alone tonight with, the, with God and get alone with yourself, right? I want you just to get alone with your thoughts and your mind. And I want you just to, just to start 
just releasing things. If you're mad at God, tell him you're mad. If you're mad at your spouse, you know, release that. And that's where it's controlling your flesh and then being able to honestly approach conversation. And again, honest conversation can hurt temporarily, but that's what brings the true transformation that we want to see happen in your life. And that can happen. And that could bring about the very best in you. You you know what I'm saying with that? You know, and start making decrees and declarations. The Bible says those things. And so if you say, Pastor John, what are some things I could do right now? And the first thing you could do is, the, I always say, decrees and declarations. And why? Because the Bible says in Job that as you decree a thing, it shall be established for you. So the more that you start decreeing something. So for example, what I mean by decree, it's a statement. Wake up. And the first thing you do when you wake up, just say, I expect God to move in my life today. Expectancy is almost like the gasoline to the flame, right? Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. You you know, you have to start expecting great things to take place in your life because right now you expect the worst things to take place in your life and that does you or anybody around you no good. And I love, we see that Micah chapter seven where Micah is a man of God who fell many a times and he goes, he, he got to a point where he was so broken. He says, I pray expecting God to move in my life. He says, though I fall, I will rise. My God will hear me. That's the type of prayer that we need to pray. Right. Imagine we, if we approached our life with that, you know, I may fall, but I'm going to get back up and God's going to pick me up and walk with me. And use your words to positively impact your marriage, positively impact your spouse, your children. Make sure you tell them you love them. Don't just expect that they know. Make sure you tell them every single day, every single moment, because that's where regrets come in. You never know when right. tomorrow what tomorrow brings, you know? Absolutely. And you never know when your last breath is. And God forbid it's tomorrow, you know, then we want to make sure we tell all the people we love today that we love them. And that's the power of that, knowing that you always have a smile, you always have a positive thing to say, you always bring an energy to them, an energy to you. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. So today, this is what I want to encourage you to do for all you listening out there today, is that I want you to make a decision to change the way you think by changing the words that you say. When you want to say something's bad or something's going to be bad, I want you to change it and say it's going to be good and start working to make it better to the best you can. I pray that all doubt and fear leave you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that your mind and the worry and the fear and the stress of everything going on just calms right now in the name of Jesus. And though things may look bleak on the outside and may look worrisome and may look fearful, that the peace that goes beyond all understanding, a joy that comes from the inside that cannot be swayed would just come over your life right now in the name of Jesus, that you would use your words to build up and not tear down. You would use your words to encourage and love unconditionally rather than to hurt, to bash, to fight, to divide. That's not what we're here to do. We are better together. We are better when we love people unconditionally together. When We are better when we support each other. We are better when we pour into each other. And that, And you can't pour when you're empty. So make sure you take that time with God and get real with God in your prayer time. Tell him what you feel. Expect God to move in your life. And I promise you, if you make those decrees and declarations, you will see a dramatic transformation in your life. Well, Jay, thank you for ruining my night tonight with the soap. But seriously, bro, always a pleasure on the show with you. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio Live. We're here with you every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. So two more days. Set the timer. We will be here. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova of the Sound of Heaven Church. Check out our site at SOH.church. Subscribe to all these shows, the whole the whole library at app on, on your Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And again, our call number 631-451-1039. See you on Friday, everybody. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. The 
views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.